Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Let me introduce, firstly, let me introduce this show. Lit Up is my Instagram show that brings to you fun and profound interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up. And I'm so excited to have with me today Karen K. Now I'm going to read some, something that I've written about Karen because you've done so much. I had to write it down. So Karen K. is a very expert. She's an author. She's the editor-in-chief of Faye Magazine, one of my favorite magazines, and the founder of the first fairy balls in the UK, amongst many other fairy festivals. Leaving her career as a BBC journalist in um, I don't know a date. <laughs> Karen went on to become a trailblazer in fairy wisdom and lifestyle. And she currently writes a monthly column for Soul and Spirit magazine. Wow, what a life, Karen. So before I go into the questions, I want to give some housekeeping to the people uh, joining us live right now. Welcome, everyone. If you have any questions for Karen about fairies, please pop them into the comments and also keep us entertained throughout the interview. We don't want this to feel like an interview. We want this to be a conversation between all of us. So if you like something, tap it out with hearts. If you agree with something, you have a story to share, share it with us and let us all have this co-creative fairy experience together. Also, by taking little micro actions like these ones, liking and commenting, you're training yourself to keep taking action towards fulfilling your life purpose. So tab it out right now with some hearts to show that you agree, to show that we are here with us and ready to take on this magical journey. 
And also, I'd like to ask you to stay until the very end of this interview because Karen has an exclusive announcement for us. All right. So without further ado, let's kick off this interview. Karen, when I see you, when I think about you, the first thing that comes to my mind is fairy. You embody fairy wisdom. You embody fairy lifestyle. And frankly, I want to know how. So my first question to you is, it's a very general question. How did you start on your fairy path? What got you where you are today? How did it all begin? Wow. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you so much, George, for inviting me to be a part of this amazing show. Um, I've watched your previous shows and they're fantastic and you have really good guests. So I'm honored to be here. And hi, everyone. Thanks for coming and watching this interview or this chat i'd like to say um my earliest fairy memory was when i was a very young child and um i used to spend a lot of time with my grandmother in her garden she loved roses she loved all flowers and i just remember the fragrance and the colors and just being there with her and as the petals used to fall i used to gather them up and make what I believed was fairy perfume. It was more like rose water, but I was making it for the flower fairies. And uh, I would, you know, crush it up and keep really, it was really special from my heart and I would leave it as an offering for them. And that was my first connection that I consciously recall with the fairies. And they basically just been there on my shoulder throughout my whole life, prompting me and, getting me to do all kinds of crazy things. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm loving the idea of the fairy water. And you, I, I mentioned in your introduction that you were a BBC journalist. Now, leaving that job would have been hard. Leaving a job that's like uh, by, by, by mainstream standards, it's a proper job. It's a good job that pays and brings money in. How did you make the decision to leave all this security and follow this very path? Because I know many people uh, watching live here today, they dream of uh, following a spiritual-based career. And you're someone who's done it and who's done it consistently for many years. So what got you to make that jump off to the magical path? Mm, um, there were quite a few reasons why I decided that it it wasn't the path for me, even though I'd actually spent many years training to become a BBC journalist. It was an aspiration of mine. And I felt that I could do some good work if I worked within that organisation. It wasn't for me, though, because I was a little bit too light and fluffy for that kind of job. Um, I learned lots. I've got lots of very good friends still within the BBC, and I'm really grateful for that. And I, I learned so much that I was able to carry through. But literally one day I woke up and I thought, I can't go in. I, I couldn't do it. And okay. I've only, I don't get that a lot in my life. But when I get that big, no, that's enough. I just have to follow it through. Because if you continue to do that, when you know that it's a no, then you end up suffering. So I just literally woke up and thought, I can't do it anymore. And I didn't really know what I was going to do. I just knew that that was not the path. And I had to create the space to see what was meant to be come in. And it has now. <laughs> and do you feel that the fairies contributed in that stepping stone into that, um, that, that into filling up this empty space that you created? Yeah, definitely. Because I, I consciously invited them into my life. Yeah. Um, because as I said, I had this connection with them, but I wanted to work more initially from um, an environmental point of view, because fairies are guardians of this planet, um, the plants, the trees, the flowers, etc. And I'm a very passionate environmentalist. Yeah. So that was my first angle, mm. my connection with them. And um, yeah, I just knew that I wanted to do more work in that direction. And I've kind of gone off now. I can't remember what the question was. <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's so interesting, Carla. That's so interesting that you say that because I started in a similar way. I studied geography at university. So it was like environmental work, helping the planet. And then step by step, the path got me into fairy work. Now, the other question that I want to 
keep on the same question about your path because it is so interesting, especially the part where you uh, have the idea of creating the first fairy ball in the UK. Now, what is a fairy ball for the people who don't know? Okay, so a fairy ball is where humans with fairy hearts and minds gather together and celebrate and party. And the first fairy ball was created because I've, I've always been a bit of a party girl, like all yeah. through my teenage years, a little bit of a rebel. But as I grew older, I had a more refined taste and I found the pubs and clubs a little bit too harsh for me. So I had this vision that I wanted to, to create and my perfect night out where I could dress up all the glitz and the glam and the sparkle and the wings and the tiaras and everything. But in a safe, in a safe space, and I envisaged it to be like, I thought, what would a nightclub be like in fairyland? Where would they go to party? And that was where the inspiration came from. So I wanted to do it. I knew that there were things in America that had gone on, but I hadn't ever been to one. So I just thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. I didn't know if one person would come, but it actually sold out. And all these beautiful people just came out of the woodwork. They all heard in magical ways, like, oh, so-and-so told me, or I heard it here, or I saw a leaflet there. And they all came and it was amazing. And it, I've never looked back. It's almost like it, it wanted to happen. And I just had to be at the wheel of it, but it's going to go whether I want it to or not. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm laughing because this sounds like the best party for me as well. I hate clubs and I hate going out and like being intoxicated and all that idea. And I did that through my 20s because I felt like I had to because the mainstream society in a way enforced that onto me. Had I know the fairy balls existed back then, that's where that's the direction I would have gone to. And I see Katie tells me right now in the comment, George, you will have to come to the next Glastonbury one. Have you done something in Glastonbury as well, if I remember correctly? Have you organized yeah, I, something similar? Yeah, I do the fairy balls in Glastonbury as well. I do two a year, one in the spring around March and then yeah. another one in October. Yeah. And it, it again, that ended up, it started off as one day and one night and it's ended up as a full weekend now. And um, people, wow. all, basically all the fairies take over Glastonbury and wow. Glastonbury is such a wonderful, wonderful place anyway. So it both the fairies and glastonbury enhance each other and the energy is just really high it's really oh lovely the child is well guarded the energy is just magnificent in there mm. and i see yeah. uh, rebecca here says the fairy ball changed my life changed our oh. lives it, <laughs> it, so it, must be, it must be so heartwarming to know that a lifetime's work yeah. has paid off and yeah Moving on to the Faye magazine, which is one of my favorite magazines. Whenever I want to just escape from the issues of my life or anything going on in the world, I just open the magazine and I'm instantly transported into the fairy world. Was that the idea behind it or what is the idea behind it? Why did you decide to create the Faye magazine? Um, you know what? I'm not 100% sure what, whether it was my decision or whether it was my inspiration from the fairies because once you open your heart and your life to the fairies, then they will just like funnel ideas into your head all the time. Mm. And they don't have a concept of um, what it's like to be a human. So they will work you from dawn till dusk. They will make you work, work, work. So sometimes you have to say no, but they gave me the idea because I, I was, I, as I said, I'd come from the BBC and I thought I've got all these skills. And I also did print journalism as well as broadcast journalism. And I thought, what do I do with these skills? There must be a reason. There must be a purpose. And um, it somehow, and I really can't remember exactly how, but Faye magazine was born and it gave me a platform to share my passion for fairies and fashion and the lifestyle. And it wasn't like a make-believe magazine. It, it's a yeah. lifestyle magazine for it people is. that follow that path. Um, and and it gets me, I'm able to use my skills that I learned as a journalist. So it's perfect. And I work with a great team of people. And again, it, it's just gone all over the world. I couldn't mm -hmm. believe it. Um, I had a phone call one day when I first started because I was just doing it for myself, like a bit of a fanzine. And um, the phone rang and this man said he wanted to take Faye to the USA. And, and I thought it was joke it was a wind-up and I said oh yeah yeah okay and I'll, I'll talk to you some 
time and then he was emailing and then he said are you getting my emails and you know do you want Faye to be in the USA and I said are you serious and he said yes <laughs> and um and the next thing I had a contract come through and it was being distributed in America and New wow. Zealand and Australia and I think we've even got some in Japan and all over Europe so it's like it's really taken off and um wow. when did that start 2007 that started that's a while ago and there's a question right now, actually, how can I help you bring the Ferry Ball to the US? So it is in the US. How can people find out about the Ferry Ball in general? Um, what I do, I have, I've got quite a few websites uh, with all the different things that I do, yeah. but the Ferry Events website has all of the events that I do on it. But on the Fay Magazine website, I have um, a whole section of Fairy events that are taking place across the whole world. And also in the magazine, I have a Fairy diary of events all over the all over the world. So people send them in or I discover them and I just share that knowledge yeah. with everybody. So if they live in a different country, they can just go to their Fairy yeah. Ball in their own country. And there's a lot of appreciation coming through regarding Fay Magazine, such an amazing magazine. Thank you so much for creating it. I would love to bring a ferry ball to this area. So many comments. Thank you so much, everyone. Okay, now let's get to the juicy part, fairies. So for people who have never connected with fairies, can you give us a general introduction of what are fairies and how do we connect with them? Okay. Right, I'll go a bit still now. By the way, before I came to do this interview yeah. the fairies were i i sent them telepathically yeah. and um, they were all around like they're so excited to have this opportunity so um thank you again for that now a fairy is a being that is here to protect the planet a mm. guardian much like we have guardian angels there are guardian fairies who do are guardians for people but they're mainly guardians for the land the planet the trees the plants the flowers anything that grows and they're here for that that is their divine purpose and they've had a bad prep you know over the years yeah but they are just as needed just as valid as the celestial angels that who also have their own job now to connect with the fairies i always say the best way to connect with the fairies is to connect with nature mm. because they are close to nature so if you forge a connection with nature then you're one step closer to forging that connection with the fairies now they are very naturally cautious of humans you know not us and the people watching this probably but other humans kind of don't do very nice things to nature so yeah. fairies will they've with they have withdrawn over the years and gone back into the undergrowth so when they see humans you know they might tangle you up on a bramble or something or trip you up because you know they're a bit annoyed with humans understandably so it's a very you have to be quite patient if you want to connect fairies and you have to be still you don't have to meditate as such but you have to create that space because they will connect with you in very subtle ways um and you need to have your awareness fully present mm. so again it doesn't have to be a meditation but to be in a stillness mm. ideally next to a tree because you're you're grounding yourself with that tree and you're in the element of the fairies um but it's not always possible for people to do that. You can do it in your own home. Uh, being next to a pot plant, most people have plants growing in their home. There will be fairies around that plant, at least one fairy. And when you connect with one fairy, oh, <laughs> when they just wanted to come in and say hi. <laughs> when you connect with one fairy, you're kind of connecting to all fairies because. Um, I suppose a little bit like bees, there's a hive mind, there's kind of a fairy mind oh, as I well. Oh, I this idea, yes. Yeah, it, it's really, I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. Um, so, so you can connect through to all fairies through one fairy. Um, and it is, it's a waiting game, basically. They will scan you. And by that, I mean that they will check you out. They'll check out your energy. 
and they'll feel your energy and they'll feel is this person a nature lover does this person love animals does this person love the environment you know they will maybe not ask those questions but they will be feeling that from your aura and from your energy and if if you are a person who loves nature etc then they will draw closer to you and you have to be receptive and open to little callings so they might say to you you might hear a little whisper on the breeze or you might get an inspiration i would say always have a notepad and pen or you <laughs> <laughs> no, I am loving um, this because it's literally the fairies just chiming in and saying yes, yes, oh, no. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, make make a note of anything inspirations that you get. They often communicate in rhyme, in song, in music. They're very joyful, celebratory creatures. They like to enjoy themselves. So if your vibration is quite high, happy, and up, they will be more drawn to you it doesn't mean they won't come to you if you're a bit down because they can cheer you up too but the more open and receptive you are to them and creating that space they are more likely to draw to you and just show them that you mean business you mean fairy business you know i will change the chemicals i won't use chemicals in my laundry liquid anymore i you know i will pick up litter when i go out and things like this that will be noted they will be watching once you reach out to them on an energetic level they will be watching and it's just yeah the waiting game and if they want to connect with you they will and if they don't they won't but it doesn't mean that you can't work with them still it can take a while or it might be very fast it really depends on them the main thing is expect the unexpected i love what you just said regarding um the the, the fairies being the guardians of nature and really having some kind of an ego, like a lesser ego than humans in the sense that they can see and they can judge who is um, a nature-loving human and who isn't. Which brings me to the question, since the fairies are the guardians of nature, why bother with humans? Why bother help us in the first place? Why would they bother help us in, helping yes. us in the first place? What is their well, interest in that? Okay, because fairies do not have the bodies. They, they have ethereal bodies. You know, yes. they, they exist on the same dimension as us in, in a you know, parallel dimension, if you like. Mm -hmm. And they can come through onto ours, but they don't have the physicality that we have. So in a way, they need us to do their work on some level when we're looking after the land. They want us to love the land. They want to encourage us to do that. So um, w humans do play a crucial role too. I believe that every single living thing on this planet is crucial to the planet. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we go off the path. All the beings can go off the path. You hear about fallen angels, you hear about naughty fairies, you hear about naughty humans. You know, we're not all perfect, but we all have a purpose and we all have a reason to be here and it is we can all help each other and that includes us helping fairies fairies helping us angels helping fairies angels helping humans etc etc so it's a co-creational co-creational experience that we are having with the planet and with nature so it's not yeah. more of a taking advantage of fairies but partnering up with fairies to yes. create heaven on earth in some way yes Definitely. And I like Katie just said in a previous comment that she's uh, setting up, um, what you say? Um, I make a fairy space in my garden and ask them to come in, which brings me to my question around some practical ways that people can use to invite fairies into their homes. Are there some practical ways? Are there any things or um certain songs or anything that fairies like and tend to be attracted to that we can use to invite them into our space yeah first of all before if you want to invite a fairy into your home space then you have to be prepared for a lot of things to start happening and you can do that really simply by placing a fairy door in your home and just say something from your heart. It can be simple like, fairies, fairies, come to me. I open the door, it is for thee. Or something, anything, you can just make it up. I love it, okay. Yeah, but once you open that door, I don't know how you can close it again. Because <laughs> I open the door 
and I can't find the way to close it. <laughs> so you do have why to be really it? mindful. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> because they do take over your life. I mean, my whole life has been taken over by them, but I'm a willing participant, if you like. They're not controlling yeah. me but yeah. they are inspiring me and it is a two-way street so i do consent to that um and if sometimes i feel like i don't want to do some of the ideas that, that i get then I yeah um so i would say first of all think very carefully before you do invite them into your home space and i would initially say invite them into an outside area first um mm. maybe in your garden but if you do want them to come in your home, then do it. But set your intention very, very clearly. And also, I would say whatever your your particular path is, um, call in your own guardian angels or pray or whatever it is that you do. Do that first. Protect yourself before you invite the fairies in. Um, and then just see what happens. But do it from your heart. Do it very simply. Or you could do a grand ritual. It's entirely up to you. Be creative with it. But I would say, say something very simple and sincere because fairies will respond to genuine feelings and thoughts and sincerity. They will respond to that. And something that is coming from a pure heart and a place of pure intention, they will respond to. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I once heard, Karen, that fairies like chocolate, and I've heard from other people that fairies don't like chocolate, and they like vegan, natural foods. What's your take on that? Just a well, fun question that popped in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, my take on it is that fairies, they do like sweet things, and you hear that they like mead, and there are, there are various schools, you know, where people say they like chocolate, they like sweets, they like this, they like that. For me, personally, I would only leave out for them what i would eat myself so it would ah. have to be vegan it would have to be organic and it would have to be pure food as natural as possible i'm not saying i don't eat unnatural food because <laughs> i do but generally when i'm kind of on my zone in my zone it would be pure healthy food fairies don't physically eat the food they energetically eat the food so if you find mm. that you're eating outside like in your garden at a picnic or something and you've got these delicious strawberries or whatever it is and you eat them and it seems like they should taste sweeter than they do it's because the fairies have already sucked out all, the, <laughs> all of that energy and they've had their fairy feast on your food and that's fine there's enough to share but that's sometimes why your food can taste a little bit bland if the fairies are around when you're eating because you're feeding off the vibration of the food basically and just leaving you the physical matter <laughs> yeah i yeah, love that basically yeah so clever. creating a fairy door <laughs> so inviting the fairies in your garden your natural space first via fairy door and also providing them foods that we would eat but what if we don't have access to nature like for example right now uh, I am in Madrid. It's a big city, urban city. I lived in London for four years and I found it really hard to connect with fairies and the elementals in general while mm -hmm. being in an urban environment. What can we do to uh, bring fairies into our lives if we can't get out in nature? It may be too cold and we can't get out, especially in the winter. What can we do? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can talk to the fairies through your heart on that vibration because they very much connect on that level 
and you can be at the top of a high-rise tower block you can be anywhere you can be in a coal bunker <laughs> you, you don't have to be outside um when they hear your call they can come if they want to again they have to want to come uh -huh. and a, a way to do it is to just create that open space and if you don't have a physical fairy door you can draw a fairy door it works just as well you can get a piece of paper and a pen and draw a fairy door or you can visualize a fairy door and visualize them coming through it and put a little welcome sign on it write welcome so they know they're welcome because some of the doors that fairies go through they're not very welcome when they get there you know yeah. so they have to know that they're welcome know that there is love waiting there for them and that you love and care for the planet as much as they do and they will be more inclined to come forward and you can do that from anywhere outside inside anywhere at all because it comes from your heart ultimately this is so empowering Karen, because many people feel that they need to be outside in nature to communicate with the fairies whereas it's our intention that's more important because the fairies can sense that i mean yes there is space and time but to the fairies in a sense that's just an illusion and they can communicate through the ethers and um, i yeah. want to read um some comments that are coming through right now okay so uh richard says the fairies appeared in my home when i was taking during virtues fairyologist course i was able to see the first fairy with my physical eyes and it has not stopped since now what are some tips you can give us to people who want to see fairies with their physical eyes and is, is it necessary to see them with our physical eyes to work with them on a deep level um first of all it I mean that's amazing that he is seeing that you, you're seeing these yeah. fairies uh, Richard was yeah. it yeah I mean that that is amazing what a beautiful gift and a blessing yeah. um it's not necessary for everybody to be able to see fairies physically to be able to work with them and connect with them hmm. um I've seen fairies a couple of times physically um but generally I see them as light and very bright lights, yeah. like electric lights, mm -hmm. blues and greens and purples and pinks and very um, energetic lights. That's all, all I can describe them as. And I feel them when they're present as well. Um, so it, again, it's about forging that connection and mm. creating that open space within yourself, being receptive and put out the intention, please show yourself. Fairies, fairies, show yourself to me now. So again, it's just, just a matter it, of having that intention. Yeah, yeah. And it really is the intention. The words, you can say whatever words you want, but if they're carried by the intention, the pure intention from your heart, then they will feel it. Like we can feel it, you know. Exactly. We, we can feel it. Exactly. Many people keep telling me that they, they, they get discouraged in communicating with any kind of spirits, with their angels or their fairies, because they don't get physical signs. And I keep yeah. affirming that you don't really need the physical sign, you just need the knowingness. Because we, we have different ways of receiving these divine guidance and um, our communication with the fairies. Okay, so my next question is, in the years that you've worked with and partnered with and connected with the fairies, what is the single message that consistently keeps coming through? What do the fairies beg for us to know? They just want us to stop polluting our earth and to care for the trees and stop chopping the trees down. Mm. You know, they, they, they're looking out for us thinking, what are you doing? Because we need trees to breathe we need trees to survive and uh, humans just love chopping those trees down. You know, it happens all the time. Um, and that is the strongest message that I personally get um, mm. through my connection with fairies. Um, I did a tree summit recently, actually, where I spoke for a whole hour on the connection with trees and wow. how gnomes connect with trees as well, because um, yeah. they tend to gather around the roots of trees to protect the trees as well. 
Um, so yeah, it's really about protecting all of nature, but specifically, you know, leave the trees alone. Like, hey, teacher, leave those trees alone. <laughs> you know, that's the vibe that you have to. Oh, I don't know. It just seems crazy that I'm even having to say it. It's so yeah. obvious. And the people that are listening here, you, we all know this. We know that we need trees. But sometimes you feel like you want to shake people. Just say, leave the trees. Love them. Save them. Uh, the fairies really would like us to save more trees because the birds live in the trees as well. The birds carry the fairies. You know, the fairies will ride on the back of birds. And that's another way to win favour with the fae is by feeding the birds. Um, because when oh. you look after the birds, oh. they, yeah. yeah, that's another thing that you can do. So, yeah, trees, save the trees. Because <laughs> they, they do have a soul, they do have a spirit. I mean, we wouldn't treat humans that way. So why treat the trees that way? So yeah. the, the, way, the way I hear you talk about this is that we need to fairies having a connection with fairies help us really um revolutionize our connection with nature with mother earth and just don't see trees and flowers and the sky and fire but really see um beings behind those uh, those nature aspects not just some inanimate things but some um beings with soul and with personalities and with energy the way you talk about the fairies feels like they're just your friends. Is yeah. that how you manage to establish such a strong connection with them through the years? Um, yeah, I do see them as my friends. I feel like they are friends and we work together and they have their, their purpose. And I don't want to say they use me, but they... Uh, they guide me and I partner with you yeah I'm a partner yeah, yeah yeah because I I can do the things that and I, I hope this doesn't sound arrogant I can do things that some things that they can't do on a physical Clearly. human level yeah. Um, yeah I mean they work magic fairies are magical beings they can do anything um but to have a kind of willing partner who's willing to work with you is really beneficial for them and the benefits for me are just i can't express i mean working with them it's like i don't drink champagne anymore but it feels like feeling <laughs> champagne all the time like it's just such a beautiful light high vibrational energy and even though they're beings of the earth and they're close to the ground their energy for me when i connect with them is very high vibration celebration and then the hearts are coming through endlessly so people are definitely vibing with what you're saying so you mentioned trees and gnomes so really briefly yeah. can you guide us through the um the pillars of the different fairies and what's their realm of influence in some way okay um there are quite a lot of fairies so i can i can do a few um, I'll start with the gnomes. I have a really strong, especially recently, a really strong connection with the gnomes. And I think maybe that's because they're really earth um, creatures. The gnomes are very close to the earth. And, uh, they like to gather around trees, around mm. the roots, and, and they work very, very closely with the land. They're very grounding beings. So if you wanted to connect with fairies and you want to ground with them, then I would say get in with the gnomes because they know what's going down and they're really like rooted and can really help you ground during any kind of yeah during any kind of fairy work because sometimes um, working with fairies you've heard the expression way with fairies you know because people are like la 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 and they go off huh? it's easily done because it's so yeah heady and fizzy and light so sometimes you need that gnome energy to really root you and to ground you um let's see so where should we go where should we go so uh, we'll say the sylves the fairies the sylves the fairies of the air yeah yeah and they can talk to you through the breeze as it comes through the trees you know is it the wind or is it the sound of the sylves and they a very mm, of the mind um, mm. and influence and emotion and fluid and um they unfortunately they don't like wi-fi <laughs> <laughs> well they have their own kind of wi-fi which yeah, is more like wi-fi um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they 
like if you wanted to connect with them then i would say like definitely turn off your mobile phone and okay and don't you know because that, that energy because they they're kind of they're in the breeze they're in the air so the um oh it's finding the words for this so you just have to kind of keep the space really clear as clear as possible and there's you hear about these electromagnetic electromagnetic, electromagnetic waves, yeah. like this well they're really sensitive to this so you'll find that they'll actually move away from you know if there's a mast a mobile phone mast or something like mm. this and you'll find that there's not a lot of life there actually and the plants yeah. will be thinner there won't be as many plants there but they will be about you know a few yards away so it really does have an impact and it definitely impacts those fairies too um so you've got uh what have we got the all the names are evading me now eluding me um you've got but i'm loving the practical i'm loving the practical advice you're giving us like uh, turning off the wi-fi to communicate with the seals or grounding yourself to communicate with the nose yeah i'm really yeah. enjoying that um how close the, the connection that the fairies have with the physical world and how our man-made world can affect their world which yeah. brings me on to um, a more intimate way of connecting with the fairies which i know you uh, apart from the magazine apart from your column in soul and spirit magazine you are currently writing a book and creating your first yeah. fairy deck as well i know you can't tell us much about it but i know you <laughs> want to know <laughs> so what can you tell us about these two projects that you're working on Okay, so I am writing a book, that's correct, and it is about fairies, yay! And yay. it's also about um, my, it's more like a teaching memoir, so okay. it's pulling on my own experiences with working with fairies and putting practical exercises and ways that you can connect with them too. Mm. Um, and it's relating directly to things that have happened to me through my life. Um, to say my very long life i feel like i've been going for ages but in fairy years i'm really young i'm like 2893 now so um <laughs> yeah. but yeah so i'm writing this book and i you're right i can't say too much about it at the moment but i will when i'm able to reveal a lot more about that but it's really really super fun and it's almost like it's writing itself because um the fairies are co-writing they're my co-authors so that's yeah. really great um, and I'm also uh, working on an oracle deck, a fairy oracle deck, which is flowing beautifully. And I'm really excited. I, I literally can't wait to release it out into the world and to share it with everybody. Um, I'm really, really excited Gosh, about it. So exciting to get all those practical tips that you're talking about. I mean, if that's what the book will be about, <laughs> I'm the first one to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign you a copy, but I can't oh, say anything. I would love now. that. <laughs> Now, you've got CDs, meditation CDs as well that you're working on. And I know you've I actually listened to your Manifesting with the Fairies one. And I know you have another one that came out recently. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, well, the most recent CD that came out is through the Fairy Portal. And that, that's yes. actually a music, a music collaboration that I did with my partner, Michael. With your husband, Tinkle. yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not my husband, but, you know, okay, we might as well it. be. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so we do music together. And that, I mean, that was amazing creating that because um, we have a studio set up in our home office which is where we live and there's microphones there's computers there's everything and he'll just say come and sing on this and i'll turn around and i'll just sing and sometimes the words were just like i was channeling the words and um there was one of the songs which was inspired by um reverend robert kirk from uh, yes. scotland the uh reverend that got taken away with the fairies who is there to this day i've um, heard about that i've heard about that story. Yeah. i was reading a book about it yes about his research it's, on the fairies yeah 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 he i mean he was really out there for his time and um as as a religious man it, it was mm. scorned upon by his you know parishioners the people within his parish um because that isn't what you do you know fairies yeah. were, were demonized back then even more than they were now so um yeah so he that uh he's so the cities are inspired 
what by that okay. yeah and i didn't know when i was singing it it wasn't until i finished singing it and we listened to the words and i said that's about robert kirk and my yeah. was like yeah um so that's in there and it's God, just i can't wait to go listen to that yeah yes yeah yeah it's a musical fairy journey so you you cut it's not really a meditation one but it does transport you into the realms of faith definitely and can people find that on your website yeah everything that i do pretty much is available you know you can find out more on my website which is the karenk.co.uk website.co.uk and do you and also your instagram as well and do you have any um, any freebies that people can get or will there be any freebies that people can get to like start their connection with the fairies on the website yes there will be so anybody that wants to join up to my newsletter which they can do through the website I've created an exclusive fairy door meditation and um, that will be going to everybody who joins up to the newsletter and that's completely free and yeah. it's just a way that you can connect um, you know, with the fairies and it's not been released publicly before. Uh -huh. uh, so, yeah, that's, that's a special Sorry. one. And Fairy Jess asked, which album is that again, Karen, I think? Uh, Jess, she's she, it was the uh, Through the Fairy Portal. Is that the, the name of the album you were talking about, about the Reverend? Yeah, yes, it was, yes. Through the Fairy yes. Portal, perfect. And now off to the news everybody has been waiting for. You have an exclusive announcement for us. <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> I am, I, I haven't. And I'm very excited <laughs> no, to hear I know, it. I remember now. This is an okay, so, for the Lit Up show. <laughs> right, so we're going to have one of these. Very exclusive. <laughs> so basically, um, and I've been sitting on this for, for a while now, and I've wanted to tell everybody. So at the Three Wishes Fairy Festival this year, we are going to have mermaids. You've had them before, everyone says, but they are going to be in a giant aquarium i know right you're a merman i know this must you've got to come george you have to i come. can't i can't deal with this i know <laughs> <laughs> so basically Karen, yeah yes please please keep going and then i'm gonna talk about uh, my mermaid dream okay okay so <laughs> i for years i have been dreaming of having mermaids in a tank in an aquarium at my festival i've been searching high and low but there are not any in the uk not even no. in europe and i've been i'm you know one of my jobs was a researcher for tv and i've been researching for years actually the only place that i could find them was in america and no yeah. way could i afford to fly a big tank over on a big jet that just wasn't going to happen so over the past couple of weeks i've connected with these people and they're unveiling it at three wishes plus there's going to be a competition run in association with my festival and them that people and they're called mermaid cove by the way mermaid cove you'll be hearing a lot about them they're running a competition so one lucky winner can swim in the aquarium with the mermaids have a meet and greet have their pictures taken and they will be another exclusive in a very special <laughs> a very special edition of mermaid magazine that is coming out towards the end of this year so there's a couple of exclusives for you there i am so excited <laughs> and i think i'm gonna book my ticket and come on to the three uh, wishes festival right now because <laughs> Partly, Karen, partly my dream and my decision of leaving the UK and moving back to Cyprus was so I can work out and get into a mermaid tail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just my way of just embracing the mermaid realm, which I love. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll get a sneak peek uh, at the Three Wishes Fairy Festival. And Katie asks, what is the date for the festival? The festival is a three-day festival. It's the 15th, 16th, and 17th of June, but you can just come for one day if you want to. And that's in Glastonbury, right? No, no, no. The um, Three it? Wishes Fairy Festival is actually in Cornwall. Okay. It's right on the edge of Cornwall, so it's as further, far as you can go, and it's on the border of Devon and Plymouth. And again, that information is all on my website as well, yeah. and I'll make sure it's quite prominent on the front front page, yeah. Yeah, it's really and good. It's, it's on the a... sea as well, so the mermaid vibe will be there. This is going to be yeah. so much fun. 
Okay. So with this exciting news, I want to thank you, Karen, for sharing this space with us, for bringing on all the fairy magic, all the fairy chimes. Thank you for sharing with us such practical ways to connect with the fairies and really reminding us that they are not just uh, these um, fluffy little um, tinkerbells that we that we that many people think they are they are beings with a soul with a spirit with personalities with characters and they really want to partner with us and help us and help them co-create together this heaven of earth in this beautiful planet that we live in thank you so much for uh, vibing with me thank you so much to everyone who joined us for this live be sure to follow karen on instagram karen k ferry and follow me as well uh, George Lizos, as well as check out her website, karenk.com. Is that the one, Karen? Yeah, karenk.com. And what's the other one with uh, the fairy events? Um, the fairy events, I've got two, but there's one that's fairyfestival.co.uk or fairyevents.com. And um, actually, if you go to my Instagram profile, my website's on there, so you can link right through to that and all the other websites are on there. So. Perfect. Perfect, thank you so much. And thank you so much, everybody. Be sure to come and join my private Facebook group, Your Spiritual Toolkit. If you, if you search that on Facebook, you'll be able to find it, where I'll post this interview so you can watch it again if you want to. It is Your Spiritual Toolkit on Facebook where Karen is hanging out with us as well. All righty, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much, Karen. Have a beautiful day, evening, wherever you are in the world. Bye-bye. Thank you, bye. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.